Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, O2 Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 2, How Counterfeit Sleep Stories Give You a Sixth Sense. In this episode, you'll get closer to your counterfeit sleep aha moment by getting a front row seat to my counterfeit sleep story. Then we'll do a quick comparison of my story to other stories you'll hear on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast to help you flesh out what signs of counterfeit sleep are showing up in your life. Finally, we'll show you the surprising connection between counterfeit sleep, sloths, and Bruce Willis, and then give you the exact steps you need to begin your counterfeit sleep journey. Before we get into my story, and in case you haven't listened to episode one yet, let me give you the skinny on what counterfeit sleep is. Think of it like counterfeit money in three ways. It looks like the real thing, it has no real value, and it can get you in trouble, big trouble. In today's episode, we'll actually hit on one other way that counterfeit sleep is like counterfeit money. And it is this, counterfeit sleep comes just different forms, just like counterfeit money. You know how counterfeit money comes in different forms, uh, different denominations, like $20, $50, $100. Well, counterfeit sleep comes in different forms too. It looks different, just like a chameleon does, depending upon the person. Counterfeit sleep is not a one-size-fits-all kind of problem, so you'll need to hear different stories. Different pieces of different stories will help you connect the dots so you can have your counterfeit sleep aha moment. So that's why we'll get into my story and then compare it to other upcoming counterfeit sleep stories you'll hear on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. So that said, let's get into my story. If I had to sum up my counterfeit sleep story in one idea, it would be this. I didn't realize what I was missing. In fact, it was just like my avocado about face. Let me tell you about that. So I don't know how old you were when you first encountered avocados, but I was a grown-up. And grown up or not, I put avocados on my no way food list that I had been growing since I was a kid. The no way food list included things like milk, mushrooms, fish, especially fish. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't think I, I should eat any of those things. Just think of fish, for example. Everyone knows about the health benefits of fish, right? So every year, I would make a resolution to start eating fish. And every year, 
the only fish I'd end up eating was sweetest fish. And those chewy red candies definitely do not confer any of the health benefits. But the truth was, even though I knew fish, milk, mushrooms, and avocados were good foods, I couldn't bring myself to eat any of them. Until one beautiful sunny afternoon. I was sitting on my friend's deck. It was a perfect summer day. The sun warmed my skin. The sounds of our kids playing filled my ears. And the smell of food on the grill filled my nostrils. And that last one, that was a problem. You see, I was eight months into my pregnancy with my second child, and I was hungry. And the fact that my friend had told me she'd made a nice salsa with fresh vegetables from her garden only made things worse. I was craving homegrown tomatoes, onions, peppers, and cilantro, all things that would grow in her upstate New York garden. I heard the sound of the sliding glass door, door and my mouth watered like I was part of some Pavlovian experiment. My friend placed a large covered bowl on the table and invited me to dig in. I eagerly lifted the lid and ew, there was a mess of green chunks throughout the salsa. I mean, who grows avocados in upstate New York? But she had gone to so much effort to make this homemade salsa for us. And I really was hungry. So I put my no way list out of my head and scooped up some of the avocado laced salsa on a chip. I could feel the avocado more than I could taste it. It was actually okay. So I scooped up more and more like I was the winning contestant on Survivor having my first meal in months. With every bite, I just couldn't believe how delicious and satisfying it was. Who knew? I didn't. I simply didn't realize what I had been missing. Well, that was it. I started buying avocados and having them with everything I could think of. Toast, chicken and bacon wraps, and smoothies. It was like that hot sauce commercial. I put that beep on everything. Except fish, of course even though I had done an avocado about face. Fish, well, fish is fish. But back to the avocados. I didn't realize what I was missing with avocados. And I didn't realize what I was missing with all the things I had going on in my life. I just didn't realize that I was what I was missing as I lived with these signs of counterfeit sleep. There were so many signs over the years and we do take a deep dive into my book on all of that. But right now on this episode, we'll just get into some of the biggies, some of the really obvious ones and the really common ones that you may be dealing with. We'll do three of them. I'll call the first one mucus madness. And let me give you a little warning. It's a bit gross. So if you happen to be eating something, say avocado, you may want to put it down for a moment. So here I was uh, with gobs of mucus, just to put it bluntly. And with all that mucus, I would resort to spitting it out because it was gross. 
And one day when I was about 16, I was walking up to the main road with my best friend. And just before we reached the corner to turn onto the main road, I realized that I really needed to spit. But I had never done that before in front of her. But I figured it was better for her to find out about my secret habit than everyone up on the main road. So I spit. Well, she was kind of grossed out, I think, or, or I know, I know she was, but it broke the ice. And from that point on, it just became a normal part of what I had to do sometimes. And definitely looking back, it wasn't normal, but it was my norm. So that was the first thing, mucus madness. And a lot of people deal with that, especially as a post-nasal drip. Okay, so let's talk about the second one, because this is another one that a lot of people deal with, and you may too. I'll call the second sign the sucky sinuses. I'm pretty sure you can get an idea about that one. Sinus congestions, sinus infections, and the related headaches, strep throat, and just general malaise that goes with all of that. So that was the second big counterfeit sleep sign that I totally missed. And I'll call the third one asthma, because that's exactly where I ended up. Now, I didn't know it was asthma at first. Actually, the first time it happened, I was at a neighborhood party. And I'm standing there telling a funny story to a group of friends. I deliver the punchline perfectly, and we all start laughing. But then I go into this horrible coughing fit. Everyone stops laughing and looks at me because, you know, it wasn't really funny anymore. Uncontrollable coughing, eyes watering, wheezing sounds coming from me. And then that happened more and more. So it was either stop going to parties or go to the doctor and fix it. So I went to an allergist because I had had lots of allergies before. I told them what was going on. And I said, you know, no one ever told me I have asthma or anything. Without skipping a beat, he said, you have asthma. And like that, the inhaler became part of my life. It helped, but I didn't like the shaky feeling I got from the medication. And even more than that, I didn't like the fact that the inhaler was just a Band-Aid. I mean, yes, it would keep me breathing and you don't need to be a breathing specialist to know that's important. But it was just managing the symptoms. The inhaler didn't do anything to help me address whatever the problem was that had brought asthma into my life as an adult. So a few years later, when I decided to have kids, I decided I needed to figure out what the real problem was. I sought out innovative doctors who had more tools in their toolbox than a prescription pad. My new doctor trained me in buteco breathing so I could manage the asthma. And I put my experience as a diagnostician to work so I could figure out food sensitivities. And thankfully, the mucus madness, the sucky sinuses, and even the asthma all resolved. And I felt better than I had in decades. But there was one problem. I was exhausted. And it was a growing exhaustion. But hey, by that point, 
I was a single mom with two young kids working full time. How could I not be tired, right? It was my situation. And I never once suspected I was getting counterfeit sleep. Instead, I dug out my rollerblades to get more exercise. When that wasn't enough, I got back into mountain biking. And I even went so far as taking up rock climbing in my 40s. I can see it now. I was an adrenaline junkie, but only because I needed it. Just like I needed my daily nap and just like I needed my caffeine. I honestly looked at it that it was just what I had to do at that point in my life. After all, I was getting seven and a half hours of sleep each night. So the possibility of getting counterfeit sleep never, ever crossed my mind. Not once. I accepted the exhaustion for what I thought it was. The norm for a single working mom, full-time And I never knew what I was missing until I banished counterfeit sleep and started getting healthy sleep again. I still remember the first morning that I got a really obvious sign that I was getting healthy sleep. I mean, through my journey, I was feeling more energy. I was getting more stuff done on my to-do list and, and in less time. And the dark circles under my eyes didn't actually look that dark anymore. So all those things were great, but this was the clincher. I woke up one morning absolutely puzzled by this bizarre dream I had. It was one of those weird ones where you're in a car with someone you know, and you know where the person is, but for some reason they're wearing an orangutan costume, you know, those weird ones that you have. But then puzzlement turned to a kind of shock when I realized, wait a minute, I had a dream, it was like, whoa, I couldn't even remember the last time I had a dream. And it wasn't an aha moment. Instead, it was just, ah, it just felt great to get that concrete sign that my sleep was really getting better. So that's my story in a nutshell. I didn't realize what I was missing. I share it in more detail in my book. In my book, you get insider insights, checklists, and treatment plans to help you understand how counterfeit sleep signs came into your life, and more importantly, to help you banish counterfeit sleep so you can get deliciously healthy sleep again and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. And let me say this here, finding out I was getting counterfeit sleep basically hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I said, I was exhausted. I was relying on naps, caffeine, and adrenaline to make it through the day. I simply did not have the energy to take on one more thing, especially something like counterfeit sleep. But then things changed. After I had some time to think about it a little bit, and do some research, something surprising happened. I got excited about the idea, really excited, because I realized that counterfeit sleep leads to so many different problems. And so those problems 
were not really problems, but they were actually signs of counterfeit sleep. So my problems were actually symptoms of an underlying problem. And that meant I really only had one problem to solve. And I can tell you this, the thought of having one problem to solve got me as pumped up as climbing a 200 foot ledge. So now that you know the short version of my counterfeit sleep story, let's do a quick comparison of my story and other stories you'll hear on the counterfeit sleep podcast. And I'd like to ask you to do one thing. As you listen to these stories, I invite you to keep an open mind about whether any of the signs you hear in the stories are things you deal with in your life. And if so, I ask you to look at the possibility that you're getting counterfeit sleep for what it is, a new reason for the different problems you have to deal with and one that actually comes with a solution. So what I think you'll notice as you listen to our guest stories here is this, every single one is unique and yet they all have one common factor. And it's this factor that brings Sloths and Bruce Willis into the mix. Here are some of the unique stories coming your way. You'll hear Christine's story. Christine always had a sort of vague tiredness and ultimately she ended up with memory problems that jeopardized her career. You'll hear Rhonda's story. Rhonda had to learn how to deal with that hyper ADHD kind of energy all the way back to her early school days. And then she did a 360 as an adult and dealt with an almost debilitating exhaustion. Lauren's struggles kicked into gear at 13 when an almost constant pain took over and grew, un and grew until it threatened her career as a model in New York City. And Lisa, a self-described type AAA personality, felt her boundless drive just petering out as she headed into perimenopause. And she worried that this was how things were going to be. What's the one thing all of these counterfeit sleep stories have in common? The pace, the pace of the symptoms as they progressed. The pace was so slow it was, wait for it, like a sloth. You know how sloths are known for being so slow moving that they grow moss on their fur? Well, all of us who share our stories on the Counterfeit Sleep podcast dealt with symptoms of counterfeit sleep for years, if not decades. And over that time, you're so very slowly losing your health and wellness that you don't even realize it. You just function at a lower and lower level with each passing year. Now, how slowly are we talking? Well, how about this? Christine and I were actually friends in our teens. We used to play softball together, go to concerts, and just hang out. It blows me away to realize we were both walking around as teens feeling less than great, but neither of us ever thought to mention it. And as the counterfeit sleep progressed over decades, we never, ever questioned that we had a sleep problem. We just accepted it. 
For both of us in our separate lives, we believed it was just how it was going to be. It was only when we reconnected on social media a couple of years that we had our, oh my God, you too experience. And of course, this is where we get to the Bruce Willis tie-in. And then we'll give you the exact steps you need to begin your counterfeit sleep journey. So you see what I realized as I've worked with clients is that every counterfeit sleep journey has a Bruce Willis element. And what I mean is this. Do you remember that Bruce Willis movie from the late 90s? It was called The Sixth Sense. If you've never seen it or if you've forgotten, I won't give away the ending here. But I will tell you this. Bruce Willis's character spends the whole film walking around in his trench coat doing two things. He's helping his young patient who is freaking out because he sees dead people. And he's trying to make up with his wife who just keeps ignoring him. In the final scene, Bruce Willis has his aha moment and his mind is blown. And so was mine and everyone else who watched the movie. But the point is, the, the point is so important when we're talking about counterfeit sleep. Like Bruce Willis's character, we can ignore signs that are so obvious once we know. And thankfully for both Christine and I and everyone else who shares their counterfeit sleep journey here, we can be thankful that someone helped us have that aha moment because that aha moment is the first step of the counterfeit sleep journey. And I hope as you listen to these stories that you'll have your aha moment and then act on it because here's the cold truth. Not doing anything about counterfeit sleep gets us to a totally different Bruce Willis movie. You know, the one, Die Hard. Okay, getting serious again. Think about what things you're dealing with that you've just accepted. Things like I described in my mucus story, or maybe it's sinus problems. What about skin problems or gut issues, even IBS? Maybe it's focus problems that leave you worrying that you have ADHD. Or how about memory problems, anxiety? or depression, counterfeit sleep can lead to all of those things and more. So if you have any of these signs, or if you're just not feeling great, it's time to begin your counterfeit sleep journey. Ask yourself today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Go to isyoursleepmakingyoutired.com and get your copy today. Now, here are the exact steps to begin your counterfeit sleep journey. The first one is to use the XYZ formula. And it goes like this. If you have problem X, like any of the things we've mentioned so far, or even if you're just not feeling great, ask why. Don't just accept it. And make your primary suspect your Z's, your sleep, because you just may be getting counterfeit sleep. Okay, so that's the first step. Use the XYZ formula. 
and then ask today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? And then the next step is find out if you're getting counterfeit sleep. Take the counterfeit sleep screening at counterfeitsleep.com. And as you think about those three steps, remember this, your chances of getting counterfeit sleep are pretty good. 50% of men get counterfeit sleep, 25% of women get counterfeit sleep, and 100% of the people sleeping next to someone who gets counterfeit sleep also get counterfeit sleep. And let me say this again, the thought of having a problem like counterfeit sleep can be overwhelming. So what I would invite you to do is to first look ahead. Think about who you would like to be in your life. Imagine yourself having the energy to take on the project you've been wanting to take on. Imagine yourself increasing your productivity so you have more time for yourself. Imagine seeing a healthy, trim and glowing you looking back at you in the mirror. All of these things are within reach when you take your counterfeit sleep journey. So how does that feel to you? Hold on to that feeling. And if people try to tell you that being tired is just part of being a parent or that being tired is just because of a demanding work schedule, or that being tired is just part of getting older. Remember, they don't know about counterfeit sleep yet. Just thank them, hold on to your feeling, and forward an episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast to them. Hey, you just may help them have their aha moment. So check out the stories we mentioned here today. And be sure to listen to our wildly popular counterfeit sleep controversy episodes. It's how you build your sixth sense for counterfeit sleep. When you're ready for your aha moment, when you're ready to have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love, go to counterfeitsleep.com and take the counterfeit sleep screening. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>